Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Becca. And we uh we made a baby. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Becca Bristow. You may know me from my YouTube channel where I talk about all things health and wellness. So when I got pregnant, I knew I wanted to bring you guys on this journey, but I also knew I wanted to include this guy right here. So we hope you'll join us on this journey of all things pregnancy, prepping for parenthood, and what in the world's going on with this girl's body, Becca's body. <laughs> and our baby. Oh, of course, yeah, our baby. So make sure to tune in every week as we share everything that is going on with us and baby Bristow. And your big old belly. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Bristow's Made a Baby podcast. How you doing, Rebecca? Week 37. How you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling good. I am full term, baby. Oh, wow. She's full term. Technically. So we're having this baby. <laughs> Any moment. <laughs> Well, we'll get to that. Oh, we'll get to that. Some fun facts for you later. Woo. So let's uh, let's talk about this week 37 baby. That's the size of a romaine lettuce. <laughs> I had a romaine lettuce. Yep. Uh, <laughs> not not a body, just a head. Do you know what that is? It's, that's what it's called. It's called a head of lettuce. That's why I called it that. But then um, you made fun of me. Well, you just said a romaine lettuce, so it doesn't really make sense. Oh, I thought I said a head of romaine lettuce. No, you just said a romaine lettuce. You'll have to uh, rewind, listeners, to verify. I'm but definitely right. Roughly 16 pounds. Not 16 pounds. Wow. <laughs> God, I hope not. So, yes, the baby is roughly 6 pounds and 19 inches. So, growing, baking in the oven. Um, the baby is... All right, this might be a typo, but it says baby <laughs> is suckling. Yeah, suckling? Isn't that a thing? I don't know. That's what the app said. Oh, then I'm, yeah, I don't know. I just never heard of suckling. Yeah. Uh, sucking, <laughs> like sucking her finger? Yeah, suckling is like you suck, I don't know. <laughs> oh. It's not a typo. Check the app. It's a thing. I don't know how to describe it. It really is basically sucking. Okay. Well, she's doing that. She's gripping. Gripping. Okay. Okay. Gripping things. She's gripping things. <laughs> We're not sure what is in your belly, but she's gripping them. All right. Probably those cookies you ate the other night. <laughs> uh, she's blinking in there. Wow. So, you know, she's not too good at staring contests yet. <laughs> uh, she's getting meconium ready. Yep. What is that? You know what that is? Yes, that is the tar-like poopy substance. Wow, good job. Thank you. I paid attention in some of the classes. Yeah. And the amniotic fluid is starting to decrease. Which is kind of crazy. She's not swimming around as much in there. She's just kind of, it's getting a little toit. It's getting toit. <laughs> She's ready to come. She's prepping for the world. Yeah. So, mother-to-be... Let's talk about some mother-to-be statistics and see if you're feeling these symptoms. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Are you feeling the urge to nest? Yes. Yes, this is a big nesting week. Go ahead, tell us about it or tease us. I'll just tease you and say keep on listening because we have, well, it's not really a funny story, but there was a big nesting day. Something triggered it. Oh, wow. Let's... Can't wait to hear about that. (laughs) (laughs) 
hard to get it out before the scene. Ooh, all right. Have you been feeling any heartburn there, Missy? No, still, still not really. Good. Yay. Stand away from that spicy food. It's gonna be a bald baby. Oh wow, is that the <laughs> is that the old wives' tale? Well, the old wives' tale is if you have a ton of heartburn, they've got a head of hair. No. So she apparently has no hair. <laughs> That's fine. I don't have much either. Um, <laughs> yes, you do. Do you have any spotting? No, zero. Do you know what spotting is? Bleeding. Yeah. Is that a sign of labor's coming, or is it just? Uh, it, it can be. Yeah, like your bloody show. But Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's just a gross. Sounds term. like a good time. <laughs> it's fine. It's all natural and everything. <laughs> it is a little uh, abrasive of a term. Do you have any stretch marks? Sure do. I have a, a ton on my left hip, and they're just. I feel like every week there's a few more little tiny ones. It, it was like three. And then I feel like it looks just like a school of <laughs> a school of fish on my side now, just these all these little tiny ones. And then on my right side, hardly at all. Um, but that's pretty much it, other than my boobs. I have them on my on my boobs. They're the darkest and the longest of all the stretch marks I have. I'll be honest. I never expected stretch stretch marks to look the way they do on your body. What did you expect them to look like? I don't know. It's just it seems like little. There's little blobs on your skin. I don't know. Just, <laughs> I don't know. Like you're bruised, but I guess it makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, mine aren't like long lines. Right. They're like, I'm thinking of like the shape of a hot dog, but small. It's like little pigs in a blanket. Little <laughs> pigs in a blanket. Yeah, all over your body. <laughs> I just got the weirdest image. <laughs> yeah. So, just that shape. Like, that's they're not big they're little guys yeah they're really small i mean there's a couple that are larger but there's they're mainly it's just like a group of small i described it as school of fish you went with pigs in a blanket blanket. all right well that's that's a new one yes um, so my pigs in a blanket are doing quite well hopefully they go away and if not it's okay it's natural it's your body it's true thank you and are you having any increased pressure on your cervix, a.k.a. is baby getting lower, a.k.a. is baby ready to roll? Yeah, definitely. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which um, I can mention that later, but remember last week she, like, when I got checked, she went so high up in my abdomen and then it <laughs> didn't seem to come back down. This week she came back down. Right, right. And any trouble sleeping? Uh, a little bit this week, but not still pretty pretty good. Still sleeping pretty well. Good. That's great news. I'll, I'll elaborate later. Good. All right. Well, that's all I got for you for now. Why don't you go ahead and take it away for week 37. Okay. So I feel like a lot kind of happened this week. Oh, yay. Um, so I have some like basic across the board symptoms and then I have like a symptomatic event to share. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's really not that crazy, but okay. So... As far as just basic symptoms I'm experiencing, my finger joints are still sore and like puffy. Like I mentioned, I think pretty pretty sure last week was the first time I mentioned that. So especially when I like wake up in the morning, my hands are just kind of stiff um, until I get like blood flowing. And then they're not stiff throughout the day. They're just a little teeny bit sore, um, but not really all that bothersome. Um, I actually had another leg cramp this week in the middle of the night. It was also super small, like the first, and it went away really quickly. It was no big deal, but I had to document that I did have another leg cramp. 
Um, and then another thing this week is just like tiny little waves of nausea, which I haven't experienced nausea in so long, thank God. Um, but they just kind of a little little bit of queasiness seems to come and go. But it's, I mean, it it doesn't even touch how I felt in the first trimester. It's so mild that I can almost like even ignore it. But it's definitely there. Um, but it's not bad. I've also had a couple what I would consider like mini super mild, maybe practice contractions. But when I say mild, I mean mild. Like I can feel a little bit of like a cramp happening. But again, I can almost completely ignore it. Um, so not not a whole lot of action um, as far as those go. But uh, another thing I noticed, um, like I mentioned earlier, baby's head is definitely back on my cervix. I can feel it. And also she had the hiccups again a few times this week and they were always low and in the center. So I know her head is pretty much, um, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily engaged, but it's, it's down there, which is good. Okay. So the symptomatic event, are you ready for this? Let's hear it. (laughs) Okay. We've been all waiting. (laughs) So on this week, it was Wednesday night. I was like nauseous before I went to bed and I noticed that she was so active. I mean, she's, She's pretty active on and on, on and off throughout the day, but especially at night, she's always the most active at night. But I mean, she was the most active she's ever been, like just like going nuts in there. And so I thought that was kind of, you know, something new. Um, but anyway, so I went to bed. The knowledge really wasn't that bad. Went to bed and then I woke up in the middle of the night, like cramps actually woke me up and they just felt like period cramps. They were not painful. I've had horrendous period cramps in my lifetime those weren't even close they were mild but they were there and they were there for a while um and I actually it it like totally woke me up and I was awake for I don't know a few hours I feel like it was almost like three hours just kind of laying there with these period like very mild cramps that like they didn't go away so I was kind of like hmm (laughs) this is interesting and then I was awake for so long that I started to get hungry and then I was like, I'm not gonna be able to fall back asleep because I'm so hungry and it was starting to make me nauseous. So you had a little picnic. I did have a little picnic. Well, I wanted to go downstairs to get like, I was going to make myself like a half a PB&J or something like I was hungry. I like needed real food, but this is so, so dumb, but our power must have went out for like a hot second in the middle of the night, like just flicked on and off. And so when I opened our like bedroom door our office is like the, the bedroom right next door and our computer light was like glowing and on because it was like restarting and it just like freaked me out because I was I mean I was awake but it was like the middle of the night and it's dark and I was trying to get Rosie to come downstairs with me but she would like not get out of bed she was so comfortable and so it just like freaked me out I was like oh my god is somebody like in the house like turning on my computer which obviously that's not the case but it just freaked me out and I didn't want to go down to the kitchen but then I remembered that there was a box of crackers on our desk so I grabbed the box of crackers and I went and I sat on the floor in our bedroom and I was just <laughs> crunching crackers, <laughs> munching away. Um, did you wake up? I can't remember. You asked me about it the next day. Yeah, I was, I definitely heard you. I was like half asleep, but I just remember like, I was so confused where you were and you were like sitting on the other side of the bed, like not on the bed, on the ground. Well, I figured it might be a little bit quieter. Just but... munching. So I was really confused. I think um, you were like, where are you? And I was like, I'm right down here. Probably. And it's weird. I also had trouble sleeping that night and we didn't talk at all, but I had like a, just a strange sense that 
like an overwhelming feeling that you were going into labor yeah and i was just starting not freaking out but just felt overwhelmed like in almost like in my sleep not i don't know one of those times where you're kind of you don't feel like you're getting a lot of sleep but you're probably out of it i don't know just just a restless night yeah like when you wake up you actually realize that you are asleep right but you just kind of feel tired still right but you weren't but you were having some symptoms which is kind of crazy yeah, so when he told me, so anyway, I ended up eating the crackers, I went to bed, and then the next morning I woke up, and I was, so I told him, I was like, oh, I was like really, actually like really crampy last night, like I haven't experienced that at all, that was like totally new, and they lasted for a long time, and they were gone by that point, and then he was like, oh my god, so then then he told me that he had this weird feeling that I was going into labor, and so when he told me that, I started like freaking out a little bit, I was like, wait, what? Um... So that was when nesting went high gear. Yes. We cleaned it up. Cleaned up the house. Yeah. We were cleaning, like serious cleaning, not just like like wiping things, you know, like not just like normal cleaning. It was more like decluttering. Like we went through cabinets and we got rid of stuff. Like it was like a serious nesting, decluttering all day session. Which we probably should have been doing the whole time, but that kind of kicked our butts. Yeah, we were, we were both like, oh my God. So it was just kind of this realization that this really could happen at any time. I've just this whole time been thinking, I'm going to go late. I'm going to go late. So like 37 weeks, you know, technically is considered full term. And a lot of people go into labor in their 37th week. But I just never actually, I just, my mind never actually went there that it, I could, like it could happen. You know, she could be born this, this week. So it was kind of an eye opener. <laughs> Um, which is good, but obviously nothing came of it. Um, the rest of the day went totally normal and, um, nothing happened. So that was Thursday, but I will say I did wake up feeling like, I just felt like I got hit by a bus and I was still a little bit nauseous in the morning. And I've heard a lot of women say that like the, you know, they felt pretty good up until like, you know, the day or so before they actually went into labor and they just feel like they got hit by a truck. So when I woke up feeling that way, that was like what prompted me to tell Matt about it because I was like, I don't really know what's happening. <laughs> but nothing ended up happening. Nope. And I think that's a good thing because I think we needed that little kick to not, I mean, not that we're not getting ready, but just really putting our heads like it's coming any day. So make sure you're ready, buddies. Yeah. So uh, it was good. It was it was a good little kick in the butt. Um, okay. So that was like everything symptom wise, I think I wanted to share this week. Um, but then we have just like some other stuff happening. There are other stuff that happened this week. So of course we had our midwife appointment. We go every week. Um, but this was an especially exciting appointment because we got my GBS, aka groupie strep results back and they were negative, Woo! which is really exciting. Yes. So what that means, I'd, I think I, I, ta- I talked about it very briefly last week, but said I would explain this week what that is. So groupie strep is a type of bacteria that you can have, um, like in your vagina, like they, they basically swab your vagina for it. So when the baby's born, if you are positive and you do have this group B strep bacteria, you can actually pass it on to the baby. Now, if you, so the standard treatment, if you are group B positive, is they just across the board, you technically can refuse it, but across the board, they give you antibiotics just to wipe it out um, during labor just to like basically minimize greatly the chance that it will be passed on to the baby. And I think it's been a little while since I've actually like really deeply looked into this, but 
um, from what I remember from my research and like reading in you know books and stuff, it's the chances of it getting past and actually like infecting the baby um, are pretty slim, like very slim. However, it can be really serious if they do get infected with it. So it's kind of like, you know, err on the side of caution, just get the antibiotics. But the reason that I'm super pumped that I'm uh, negative and I do not, you know, have the bacteria is because I don't have to get any needles whatsoever during labor unless um, in the case of a hospital transfer, then I would obviously get like an IV and all that. But yeah, so I'm pretty, pretty pumped about that because I hate needles so much and I just want to be as calm and zen as possible during labor. And plus I wouldn't have to be like hooked up to anything because when you are getting antibiotics infused, it's not a whole lot, but, um, and at the birth center, at least I I think they do this in hospitals, not totally sure, but I'm pretty sure in order for them to give you the antibiotics, they have to first give you just like IV fluids. I think I could be wrong on that. So it's just like more time being hooked up to a machine or not a machine, but a bag, but that's not the case at the birth center. But anyway, so basically I don't have to, I can just be free free to be my laboring self, no needles, not hooked up to anything. Um, and it, it only infuses for, I think it's like a half an hour or an hour. So it's only like a, a you know, a brief amount of time during your labor. Um, but you know, any, any way to minimize that is good. So <laughs> luckily I don't have to deal with that. Okay. Another just small thing to note this week is I started the evening primrose oil. It's great. <laughs> Matt just made a face. No, it's, it's just a strange concept. It is definitely strange. Um, and this is, I think I, I talked about this pretty in depth last, last week. I can't really remember. All like pregnancy brain, guys. Um, but it, this is like kind of a slightly controversial one, I think. Um, I think a lot of doctors say it's like not worth trying. Because, um, you know, it could potentially have like negative side effects. But um, I don't know. My midwife was, she recommended it based on how hard my cervix still was at 36 weeks, because um, it, it can soften the, help your cervix to soften, which does not induce labor, but um, it just can p- potentially be helpful to have a softer labor, or I mean a softer cervix when your body does naturally, spontaneously go into labor. So she was all for it, and I personally feel pretty comfortable doing it. Um, so started that, so we'll see kind of who knows if that will help, but, um, it's, yeah, it's definitely interesting because you insert, you can take them orally, but I'm inserting them vaginally. So it's, it's kind of an interesting experience. Okay. And then this week I really was like, I need to get the, I keep saying hospital bag. Cause I feel like that's just like what everybody calls it. My app calls it that. Um, but basically it's just what you're packing for labor and birth. Obviously I'm not going or not planning on going to a hospital. So I guess it's more of a birth center bag. So I did want to pack that this week. Um, it was kind of on my agenda anyway, but then once we had that like little mini, oh my gosh, is this about to happen <laughs> moment, I decided like, okay, I need to get this bag packed because it will just make me feel a lot more at ease. So I had to just order a few more things. I placed like a big um, Amazon order just to get other stuff that I wanted, um, like good old fashioned adult diapers and something to wear for at least like the early stages of labor, like just like a comfortable t-shirt dress, which I definitely won't be wearing that by the end, but um, just things like that. And I actually did a whole entire video on my YouTube channel showing everything that I'm bringing in my birth center bag for both me and the baby. Matt, you'll be packing your own separate bag. Okay, I gotta get on that. (laughs) You don't need much. Um, Just change clothes and pillow, some snacks. I don't know, I guess you don't really need a pillow. 
Okay. You're, we're not going to be like spending the night. Right. Um, whatever. But so anyway, if you guys want to see everything that I packed, I think I did pretty well um, based on like the feedback and the comments I got. I think I pretty much covered everything um, except for chapstick. That was one thing that everyone was telling me to bring, which I am all over that. I never leave the house without chapstick anyway, so it didn't even occur to me to like include it in a packing of my bag because chapstick is always just like on my person <laughs> at all times. Um, but yeah, so I shared it all in there. So then on Friday, we had a, a fun, a date. Oh yeah, date night. <laughs> no, it was a day date. Oh, day date. We went to the dentist together. <laughs> Which was actually kind of funny because they we went together and they basically said like the only time couples come together is when they're like retired. <laughs> yeah, like older like couples. Elderly couples. <laughs> they're like, even in this one couple, they, uh, they wear the same outfit. Oh, which is pretty adorable, I think. So, yeah, we did not wear the same outfit. We did not, but will you, are you open to matching outfits with me when we're 70 plus? Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. That's what keeps it going. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. All right. Um, although, I don't know if we'll be able to find clothes that fit both me and you. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we went to the dentist together, which was just kind of funny. But, okay, here's the thing. I go to the dentist every six months to get my teeth cleaned. I don't remember the last time I missed a cleaning. I am a borderline oral hygiene freak. Maybe not, though. I've, <laughs> I floss every day. I brush my teeth twice a day. Even through pregnancy, I've been especially diligent, even though sometimes I'm so tired at night hmm. and I don't want to do it. But it's important because you're at higher risk for, I think it's gingivitis when you're pregnant, I think. But you guys, well, a man, I should say. So how about how about you and your oral hygiene? Let's hear about your commitment. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I've been out of college for, what, six and a half years at this point in time. Wow, you're old. And this was probably my third time going to the dentist in that time period. <sighs> and so I, I had like a four-year gap so i went like right after college then i had like a four-year gap and then i just had a two and a half year gap (laughs) but the gaps stop here i will say and the jig is up i I do i brush my teeth every morning and night there's no doubt about that you do um but with the flossing i'm not that good at it sometimes i'll go in phases where i do it but it's just i don't know for some reason i just can't commit but I, i always feel better when i do it and I had, I guess, one cavity. Yeah. And they were trying to tell me I have like three. Yep. That's, that's my first <laughs> cavity, I think, ever. I had cavities as a kid, but I I literally was in shock. <laughs> and they said something about like what, because, so let me, let me explain. Okay. So what she told me, cause she was, she took, I wasn't able to get x-rays obviously cause I'm pregnant and I switched to a new, this is a new dentist. This is the one that Matt's always gone to, but this is my, this, this is my first time going there. And so she just took like little pictures with like a, a normal camera of my teeth inside of my mouth. And, um, she started showing me like, Oh, you've got some, like some stuff in here. It wasn't like clear whether or not it was a cavity, but then there was one, she was like, see that like dark shadow, whatever. But so Essentially, what she told me was you can have these, like, what is it, like tiny little cracks or something in your teeth? 
and like microscopic bacteria can get down there and it's like not really something you can even prevent with brushing which i mean i would i would think that that's like not possible but knowing how much i take care of my teeth i guess it truly is and so she was like there really isn't anything you could have done to prevent this and i can see that like you know you have very minimal plaque buildup which i was proud of nice i had a lot <laughs> but it wasn't too bad she said she was impressed <laughs> Some people that have been here six months ago had worse plaque buildup than me. Wow. Well, that's, that's, that's good. It's a pat, worthy of a pat on the back. Thank you. So I was just really, I couldn't believe we left and I had all these cavities. Matt had one, but the one who really takes care of her teeth ended up having teeth in more shape. It's tough. You just gotta, I'll teach you. I'll teach oh, you. okay. You'll teach me. Yep. Like, I don't know if that's a pregnancy thing, but then she also said that, like, when you're younger, you get sealants on your teeth, and, like, around my age now is when they're, like, completely worn off, and, like, that could be why. I don't know, but I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> but, yeah, so we had a lovely day date to the dentist, and it didn't it didn't go as well as I had hoped. <laughs> I had a good time. And also, every time I've ever left the dentist, they're like, keep doing what you're doing. you got great teeth just keep up the good work. We have nothing to say. And so that's, I was just expecting to hear that because I, I think you, you needed fresh eyes. <laughs> I needed some fresh eyes on my teeth. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay. So that was Friday. And then Saturday we had an actual date night or a, da- a date. Oh, wow. Did we? Yeah, we did. We went to our favorite Italian restaurant in the area. That's so good. Yes. Nice Italian cuisine. Yeah. And uh, I really was like jonesing for a glass of red wine. Mm-hmm. So I had two. Yeah, so Matt drank for me. Um, but yeah, so we had delicious Italian dinner, which that we were like, oh, maybe this is the last time we'll be out to dinner together. But I think even since then, we've gone once. Yeah, because you haven't had the baby yet. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert. And still it's, pregnant. And it's currently week 43. So. No, it's not. <laughs> but then the very last thing. Okay, so Saturday night. This is a symptom. I guess I could have mentioned this earlier, but I figured I would just mention it when we were talking about Saturday. So after dinner, whatever, we went home, went to bed and I was, we were both asleep and I started to get this horrendous rib pain, which you guys know rib pain has been like a constant for me. It's, but which is always on my right side. This is actually on my left side. And this was totally different than anything I've experienced before as far as rib pain. I mean, it was a searing pain. It literally felt like someone like plunged a knife into my rib cage and I, I just couldn't even, I was laying on my left side and every time I tried to push myself up with like an arm, it hurt 10 times more. So I was literally just like wailing in agony and I was like, help me. And Matt had to like get up and like help me sit up. I just thought you were going into labor. (laughs) Yeah, it was not labor. It was just a weird like rogue rib pain. I don't, I have no idea. I feel like she probably was like on a nerve like that had to be what it was um but it was nothing that i'd ever experienced before and oh my god it was painful and it was just like it's so hard to get up out of bed and like lift yourself up when you're this pregnant anyway so like trying to get up with that horrible pain it was just not happening but luckily matt was there and he helped me glad i could help (laughs) all right but that is it for week 37 i cannot believe we are already this far along it's crazy. It really I remember is. the day you told me you Aww. were pregnant. It was a nice s- s- 
uh, spring day. Sun was shining early or late in the afternoon. I think it was actually the first day of spring. That's why I said it. <laughs> we had just gotten some free Rita's water ice for any of those on the East Coast that know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we did not. <laughs> that didn't happen. No. But. but you told me and I was shocked. Yeah. Completely. And here we are. And here we are now, week 37, ready to have this baby. Thinking I'm going into labor. Yeah, crazy. It's exciting though. Can't Co- wait to meet her. Covered in... Uh, Vernix. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, what do you call my stretch marks? Oh, uh, pigs in a blanket. <laughs> Covered in pigs in a blanket. Yep. <laughs> All right. Any any uh, final thoughts for this week? Nothing that I've already said. You know, we're hanging in there, and uh, hope the labor goes nice and smoothly. Yes. And I think you've done a great job preparing. So. Oh, thank you. I'm looking forward to that moment. So that's it for this week. We will check you out in week 38. Keep Ooh. listening. And we will fill you in on the next week. So have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye.